I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is award-winning author Amy Hest. Very excited to have her on the show, and I forgot to tell her before we got started, I believe I've read some of her books to my kids when they were little, so I'm so honored to have her on the show. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much. Amy, when did you first become a writer? Were you always writing as a child? I think I was always writing secretly. Um, I knew in second grade when Mrs. Pergolisi was my teacher that I wanted to be a children's book writer. Oh. I did, you know, it was very specific, um, but I kept it a great secret for my whole entire life until I actually did it many years later. Okay, so why? Why was that a secret? Oh, because I honestly thought, and some part of me still believes that a writer is such a special person and that you have to have um, had so many adventures and, and so many interesting experiences in your life um, in order to accomplish that. And of course, all I did was go to school, come home, have a fight with my brother, walk the dog, have another fight with my brother, yeah. um, and, and you know, have dinner and, and have another fight with my brother and maybe walk the dog again. And that was my life. And I didn't think that was the stuff that counted um, to be a writer. It took me a long time to come to terms with that. Was it writing that was your escape? No, I don't think it's an escape. Um, I just like, I like the act of writing. I like, I like doing it. Um, Wonderful. I like typing. I love to type. It makes me happy to type. How were some of your initial ideas formed for some of your children's books? They're all coming from me. Um, every, everything is about me in all of my stories. Everything is about me. I just disguise myself constantly. I give myself a new name. I give myself a new apartment, maybe. Um, and, and, um, but all the experiences are mine, and the soul of my characters are, are my soul. Um, I love that you said that. I wanted to share something briefly before we get into your latest book. I wrote one children's book. It's, it's, but I didn't publish it. I just wrote it because I had adopted a cat in Boston. Uh, the cat was six years old. Uh, I called him Curly because his tail was curled back. And he was so playful and so funny and did all these quirky things. So I wrote about it because um, I he, he, he was not what I expected. I was going to adopt a kitten. Mm -hmm. So for someone like me that writes something and leaves it to collect dust, like how do you take that next step? You have to be really brave to take the next step and, and really um, have a stomach of steel because there's so much rejection involved. Oh, yeah. And also you have to sort of intuit whether it's good or not, or whether you just want it to be good. Um, it, it takes me so long to write a book. I mean, they look easy. You're, it's supposed to look easy, actually, but it is not. It takes me years and years Really? Um, to, uh, oh, my God. The book we're going to talk about today, The Summer We Found the Baby, uh, took me at least 10 years to write. Um, at least. I did other things in between, but, you know, laundry, you know, that kind of thing. 
took a few swings. That's a lot of laundry. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm either very dirty or very clean. I'm not quite sure. Um, but but basically, I, w- I worked on that book for 10 years. And the picture books that I write also take, they don't take 10 years, but they, they take a very long time, months and months, and sometimes a couple of years to write a, a very short picture book. So I mean, interesting. People would yeah. never know. No, no. You're supposed to make it look easy. I mean, it's supposed to be, and people said to me, I say to me constantly, oh, I've always wanted to write a children's book. It looks like so much fun. And oh, my sure. response, yeah, and my response, you know, is, is withheld. But what I'd like to say is like, yeah, try it. Just try it. <laughs> See how much fun you're having. Sure. Also, I teach adults who want to um, learn how to write children's books and and um they're always shocked after the first class or two at how hard it is why didn't you tell me amy because you probably never would have done it right <laughs> um so tell me about where you are teaching right now um i teach at uh the bank street college of education in New York on 112th Street, and it's right off Broadway. Um, and I, I just love it. I just love teaching because I get to talk about everything that I do all day, every day. Um, and people actually want to hear it. When my kids were growing up, nobody wanted to hear really what I did all day. Um, they just kind of wanted to know what was for dinner. And, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, this way I get to talk about the thing that I really love to do. And I do love it. Well, Still. you do it very well. You have over forty <laughs> children's titles under your belt. That's incredible. Yes, I've written a lot. Um, each one is a um, something to be reckoned with. <laughs> None of them just kind of trip off my my pen or my typewriter or my computer. Have you ever narrated these books? Um, a couple of times I have. Um, I would love to do more of that. Um, I, I don't know how one gets to do it, but I would love to do it because I'm very dramatic. And when I write, I'm, um, I read out loud constantly. There's a, a real drama going on in my bedroom where my office is. I call it my office. It's, yes. You know, a desk with a computer. Um, but there's a lot of drama going on here because I, I read out loud constantly to make sure the tone is right and the Great. pacing is right and that everything sounds regular, not forced. Well, when we're done, I'm going <laughs> to share a little bit of voiceover knowledge and some tips for you because you have a beautiful voice. Oh, well, thank you. I mean it. That I is so sweet. Wonderful narrating books or whatever it's beautiful I would, I would love to do that um okay. i would really like that i don't I'm, need to be on a camera but if my voice could be heard that's okay <laughs> oh you have a beautiful yeah. voice it, it struck oh, me as soon as i heard your voice oh wow thank you so tell me about your latest book um it's called the summer we found the baby and um it's a novel that takes place during World War II um, on Long Island, on the East Coast, um, on the eastern tip of Long Island. And it's about three kids who find a baby on the steps of the New Children's Library. Um, And the story is told in very small increments, little doses in three different voices. Um, That of the voice of uh, Julie, who is... 11, 
the voice of her little sister, Martha, who is six, and the boy who lives next door in this village, um, and his name is Bruno, and he's 12. And um, as the story unfolds, you, you hear Julie's short version of an incident, and then you go right to Martha's short version of the same incident, and then Bruno's short version of that incident. And um, the challenge was to make the incident important and the telling of it, the perspective of it, very different um, so that I'm not repeating myself. Got okay. it. Okay, because it would be very easy to repeat yourself. And so I have to tell it from those different perspectives so that the reader learns something more um, about each incident in the yes. book. Yes. I don't know if that makes sense. But... No, it does. It does. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you tackle some uh, tough subjects in your books, grief, loss. Oh, sure. mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, those are my favorites. Yes. <laughs> but it's delicate with the, with the children's book. Mm -hmm. It's very delicate. But And I have written books where parents die. I, I, one of my books, Remembering Mrs. Rossi, um, the mom dies. The mom is a teacher. My mom was a teacher. Um, as I said, all of my books are very personal. That okay. Nobody knows that. Yeah. Um, you know, what makes them personal for me, but they have to be personal. Mm -hmm. So in that book, the mom dies, like on page one. And um, so many parents objected to and teachers objected to that book really? because the mom dies oh. kids embrace it the kids can handle it but it's the parents who were so fearful well we want to protect our kids but the yes, reality is that people do die people die people yeah. die and, and um yeah so i'm not afraid to tackle those issues i think it's it's um really important it's how you do it and 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 the, my idea is always to leave um, the children who are reading the book with hope and, and um, you know, like that you're going to get through this, that you're going to get through this because, you know, we've all suffered loss. I've certainly suffered a lot of loss in mm -hmm. my life, but I know I'm going to get through it. And, and I also know that kids can get through it. Um, and it's it, like and the you, book becomes a comforting friend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I always think of books that way, yeah. as a, a, a friend or a comfort. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. What's your writing routine like? Well, right now during COVID, it's a little scattered. I don't have the great discipline. I wish I, I had. Um, and when, when my children were growing up, um, I started writing the second they got out of the, you know, out the door um, for school. And I had a routine that I would work nonstop for four or four and a half hours. And I was so good at that. I was so good at that. And then as I got older and, and you know, life changes and throws things at you, um, my routine has become less, less restrictive. It's, it's not, I'm not as obedient to myself as I used to be. I still get up very early. Um, Again, before COVID, um, my routine is to get up at four o'clock in the morning, Whoa. Uh, have some coffee and a bagel, because I'm okay. always hungry when I walk, wake up, and I yes. always want coffee and a bagel. Mm -hmm. And then I go swimming. 
um, at five. My, my health club opens at five. So I'm always like the first one in the pool. How far it's away is that from your apartment? It's your about um, uh, a little less than a mile. So there I am, trepsing down Broadway in my sweatshirt and hood, um, fearing for my life almost, but I have to get in the pool, have to get in the pool. Um, and there's, there are a lot of us actually who go at that time at five o'clock in the morning. It's, it's weird, I know. But then by 6.30, I'm done with my swim, I'm clean, I'm dry, I've, I've had another half a bagel maybe, and I'm ready to, you know, get going, uh, working and I will, uh, um, until I'm hungry, basically. You know what, that's a great routine. I mean, I don't get up at 4 a.m., but I, so mostly it's like 5.30, mm-hmm. and I do the coffee and breakfast, I never mm-hmm. skip, and I have an hour walk, and mm-hmm. I write in the morning, never at night. I'm no, not- no, I'm, I'm dead meat at night. I'm, I'm exactly. ruined. Exactly. I want, I want um, a lot of television at night. You know, like I, I, I used to read at night, but I don't have the, the I can't hold the book up. I'm so tired. So yes. I can barely hold the clicker. <laughs> <laughs> well, look so at I watch the way. news until I'm too fed up. And, right. then, and then I have to turn that off and, and, and go to something very happy. And I turn on some comedy or other. And then I... <laughs> But don't you feel like your, because I know for me it does, don't you, your routine of, you know, I don't know what time you go to bed, but getting up early, exercising every morning, mm-hmm. making sure you're eating, don't you feel like that's going. writing? Oh, it, it helps everything. It yeah. helps. Oh, yeah. That, I have to do those things. I, I have to. It's very important to me. I don't think... I, yeah, I think that's, I have to. I just it's, have like, to it's like brushing your teeth. It's, exactly. I always said that. I, I get up, brush my teeth, go swimming. Before I could be conscious that I'm throwing my body in this freezing cold pool at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I, just, I just have to do it. It's, it's what you do. You brush your teeth and swim. Exactly. Um, I cannot yeah. wait to meet you in person. <laughs> Oh that God. sounds very good. I hope you come to New York very soon. I would love to. It's been over a year. It's so mm-hmm. awful. But um, so could you give any other details you'd like to about your book or anything else? And then we'll wrap up. You can give uh, your website. Um, I think the summer we found the baby is um, it's a lot of fun. It's got some deep messages in it. But I think it's it's a fun read because of the structure of it. And I think the kids, I love the kids. I always have to fall in love with my characters. Otherwise, I throw out the story. Yes. If I'm not madly in love and worrying so much about my characters, um, if I don't worry about them hugely, uh, the book isn't worth writing. Um, and I worried enormously about Julie and Martha and Bruno um, and, and their issues. So I leave you with that. <laughs> you know, I just thought of another question. When mm-hmm. you're writing the book, um, do you sketch out what you want the illustrations to look like? I mean, how does that work with the illustrator? Because you want that, that, those pictures to represent your vision. Right. I have nothing to say about those. Um, okay. The author is kept apart from that. Got it. Um, yes. It's, it's, that's what the publishers do. So in, in this case, I think the, um, the illustrator just did a fabulous job with the cover. I mean, that cover is just gorgeous. Um, I don't know if you've seen the book or have the book, but it, it is just beautiful. I don't. I would love to get a copy. Can, I, can you see this, Janine, if I hold it up? I, I don't know. I, if I, I can't see you. Oh, you can't. Oh, so you can't see the, the cover. Okay. No. So 
Well, you can go on my website or you I can will. go to the summer we found the baby and, and you'll see the beautiful cover. I will. Um, because I believe when my kids were little, I'm just pulling up the little, I put all your information on my show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I read them Kiss Goodnight. Oh, a long time ago, correct? That was published um, the week of 9-11. It's very clear in my mind when that was published. It just looks so yeah. familiar. I just feel, I mean, my kids still would have been a little young, but not so young. How old are you? I'm pretty sure I have read them some of your books. I hope so. Or they read their, on their own. Or The Purple Coat, maybe? Did you read The Purple Coat? Um, the Purple Coat does sound very familiar. That's a very New York book. Oh, really? And also very personal. Now I'm going to have yeah. to read it again. <laughs> so where can people find you? Um, they can find me on amyhest.com. Okay. It's H-E-S-T.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fantastic. I have enjoyed every minute of this. I well, really thank you so much, Jenny. Thank, thank you. you for having me. My it's pleasure. A pleasure to see you and meet you and talk to you. You too. And I look forward to someday in person. Wonderful. Thank you. Ciao.